0: Welcome to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast with John Kim and Noelle Cordeaux. If you're inspired to begin your own life coaching practice, or just want to learn a little bit more about what it's all about, visit journey.co, that's J-R-N-I dot C-O, for more information. Your adventure awaits.
1: On today's episode, the future of coaching and wellness and we're going to try to get to as many questions um, as we can. And with me this morning is Noelle Cordeaux. Noelle, you there?
0: I'm here. You sound like you have a cold.
1: No, it's just uh, this is my morning voice.
0: Well, good morning.
1: Yeah, I I kind of prefer sexy over cold, but I'll take cold.
0: Uh, hey, man, it's me. <laughs> take, take what you can get.
1: <laughs> so um, the future of coaching and wellness, this is actually a huge topic these days
0: yeah and you know, as we do, I really thought it would be um both interesting and important to give folks that tune into our podcast a really honest um and hopeful view of what I have personally experienced over the last several months as we've kind of waded out further into the depths of the wellness field, and I wanted to get your take on it as well, sure um, and kind of figure it out so. I've been thinking a lot about the field of wellness, where it's going, where coaching fits into it. And what I've discovered is that coaching is emerging. Yes, we say that all the time. But the reality is is that there is so much marketing market positioning for coaching to exist, you just have to be able to see things where they don't currently exist and then Mm -hmm. be brave enough to insert yourself into those places. And having done that, it's worked out really, really, really beautifully.
1: So it creates also um, for people like me who are, um, you know, trying to build uh, his personal brand and live on social media, it creates excitement, but also fear.
0: I agree. I agree with you. And, and, you know, before I jumped out of the matrix, as I like to call it left my nine to five left my normal life behind, I always took my paychecks for granted. You know, the the end of the month came and I got paid. And now that I have a completely different kind of existence, there are two things. Number one, I don't take paychecks for granted anymore at all. I actually have a a better relationship with money and appreciation of possessions. Um, But the second thing that happened is I realized that this whole time I was just somebody else's bad decision away from not getting a paycheck. Mm. So it was this false sense of security. Right. And we're going to talk about jobs in a little bit because that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about. But um, I think we should kind of back way up and I'll give you the premise for, you know, where I'm coming from. So Journey, uh, along with the Catalyst Life Coaching Intensive, has begun to aggressively seek and build strategic partnerships. Mm-hmm. And what that means is that we're looking for existing organizations, companies, slices of the industry that have a need to employ and partner with coaches to join us so that our coaches can gain employment, gain brand exposure, um, partner with other folks. And uh, there have been a couple of things that I've noticed throughout this experience. You know, it sounds kind of big and scary. Like, Oh God, you know, me 10 years ago when I started coaching would have hid under the table about the prospect of having to do this work. But now that I'm out there doing it, um, one of the things that I've really come to genuinely adore about the wellness industry is how nice everyone is.
1: Hmm. And even I, I even, think- even in the startup world even in the, you yeah. know, the corporate right a hundred percent
0: a hundred percent you know um, wisdom 2.0 Wanderlust, right. um, Evenflow, even flow talking to all of the, the the really beautiful organizations out there that we're working with these are nice people
1: <laughs> do you, do you think it's because um, they their hearts are where our hearts are meaning they're they're just trying to create a platform to help other people and you know do good in the world
0: I think so. And I, and I think that it comes from a passion place too. You know, if like Wanderlust is, is, is there, they're, they're my favorites right now. I love these people from start to finish. Their whole organization is filled with really rad individuals. Mm-hmm. And Wanderlust started out because the founders just love yoga and wanted to help others connect with their body in this way. And I think that the whole organization stems from that seed of passion.
1: Right. And by the way, um, we just did a wonderless festival. It was our first one. And, um, man, it was meaningful. It was great to just like get in the tent and do sessions and hang out with our catalysts and, uh, give back and meet new people and tap into their community.
0: Yeah. And, and that, I think that that experience that we shared is a really fantastic example of coaching coming to life where it had never existed before right and it took you know not so much looking for the opportunity but looking for the lack of opportunity and saying oh there's a big hole there coaching could go there um and then asking you know for for that placement um and what was your take I mean what did you think about the folks at the festival uh, getting to be with our coaches what was it like for you
1: um, one of the things that I realized is the uh, the temperature is very ripe for people to be coached. People, what I mean by that is, I thought maybe if we had a, a tent where we're offering uh, coaching, that people would stay away from it because they don't want to be seen, or you know, the the stigma of of, of self help, and, and I know it's like that with therapy. But it was the complete opposite. People were um, interested in taking advantage of the free sessions and. Um, we were doing sessions right outside the tents. People were taking pictures and, uh, I, I, it was great. I loved it, you know? And I, and I think that it just shows that the world is open to, um, being coached. The world's open to life coaching and, uh, not being, you know, ashamed of it. And, uh, you know, that it's a luxury, that it's a, that it's just a thing that we do these days.
0: Absolutely. We were totally slammed at that tent and, I was the experience exceeded my expectations on every front. Mm-hmm. Um, our coaches had a marvelous time. So, one of the things that young coaches face is the can I do this barrier, right? Right. And I typed up scripts, I typed up resources. You and I were both there on hand in the tent in case anything got weird. And Everybody was so, so scared, so scared. This was the first time they had ever done live coaching before, yeah. a, a big deal audience, and everybody did great.
1: That's the other piece is if you're a life coach, uh, sometimes you just jump in, and our life coaches jumped in, and I was impressed, and they were crushing it, and they felt empowered, and I was like, wow, this is great.
0: And not a single person used my scripts.
1: Yes, which is um, – I don't know if that was offensive to you, but no, <laughs> which was actually a good care. thing Yeah, because that meant, that meant that they had just had the, the confidence just to, to just be them.
0: Well, and they knew what they were doing. So I think it was really validating for the way that we train coaches because we don't train people with scripts. We right. train people based on theory and framework and a, and a deep understanding of how the brain works.
1: Yeah, it's like take what we teach you, put it through your filter, and let it come out the way that is uniquely yours.
0: Exactly, because when you're working with a real live human, the scripts go out the window. You know, no,
1: right.
0: when was the last time you had a conversation go exactly the way you wanted no, it? No, never,
1: never, never, <laughs> never, <laughs> including this one. <laughs> hey,
0: it, it's you know, humans are unpredictable creatures. Um, but so you know, I, I that brings me to a next really important point. So why are people? Why are humans really open to coaching right now? So. Another one of the things that I've been thinking about for Journey at the organizational level is how to create jobs, mm-hmm. because we're seeing um, we're living through a really incredible time. And I think that over the next 20 years, we're going to begin to see a lot of changes in our workforce, jobs that are available, opportunities that are available, and Not only is the wellness industry filled with really nice people, but I believe it is an industry that has the capacity to withstand a recession. And I don't say that lightly. Um, The reason for it is that the entire wellness marketplace is being driven by two forces right now. And I didn't say two forces six months ago. I said one force and it's changed so rapidly. Mm. Millennials are one of the forces that's driving the wellness industry. Millennials, yeah, they're sick of the bullshit. They're 100% sick of the bullshit. They want holistic, whole health, full body wellness. They look at their bodies and their minds as a tool, Mm -hmm. as an engine. They want to consume authentic products. They don't want people to lie to them about what they're receiving. They like small things. They're limiting their possessions. They're seeking experiences. And this generation is going to change the way that we experience our consumer life because most brands and most companies don't know how to deal with them. They don't know how to reckon with them. They don't know how to sell to them. And I look at this and I'm saying, you know, y'all are missing the point. They don't want to be sold, guys. <laughs> like,
1: I I, uh, I have a lot of millennial friends and I kind of observe them. And they're like aliens, meaning they're like the advanced <laughs> species. And uh, the way that they multitask and the way that they think and all of that, it's just like blows my mind. They're like different creatures.
0: yeah. And okay, so here's the second point, is that the wellness industry is secondarily being driven by the emerging middle class consumer Mm. that is also sick of the bullshit, that is also 100% sick of being sold to, um, wants authentic brands, wants authentic services, is sick of the medical model that says you have to wait for there to be a problem in order for you to get help. Um, or experience wellness, they're saying no, wellness can exist, you know, in the absence of illness, um, which is a really definitive point that our society is kind of pivoting on right now. Um, And, and this market expands beyond the borders of the United States, it's really becoming a global movement. South America is seeing the biggest increases in life coaching right now.
1: Mm. So like, you know, life coaching back when I was, uh, going to therapy school was more for, um, the affluent people who had money, uh, business coaching was huge. Um, now it's more for the masses. You're saying it's a
0: hundred percent more for the masses. And you know, that brings me to my third point, which is something that I care very deeply about, which is sustainability in the environment and the wellness industry. Um, does a lot to support sustainability and to support environmental protection. Um, Think about beautifully curated wellness retreats, Mm -hmm. you know, like Wanderlust or like the retreat that you're going to do in Bali or Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. Um, This is an industry that brings jobs into really beautiful places that need to be protected and supports local communities in sustainable growth through wellness tourism and I think that the wellness industry could do a lot more to highlight how much good they do for sustainability and for the environment. And it's just kind of something that's done in a really beautiful unspoken way, which I think again, speaks to kind of the authenticity of the industry as a whole where they could be marketing the hell out of it. And they're not, it's just kind of the way things are.
1: Yeah. It also creates a, um, a uh, really simple, almost one-click <laughs> package trip uh, for especially people like me who or don't know how to or not used to traveling, where um, you just a retreat is all all in one. So you just go. All you have to do is just get on a plane.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, one of our coaches is developing, um, a life changing personal development experience in Costa Rica. Mm. Um, because like you said, a lot of times when people just get on a plane, they don't know what to expect. And she's building this retreat where folks actually get to experience, um, kind of life off the grid and really immerse themselves in adventure and grow and change with a safety net, but you don't feel it so much when you're there and you come out of it a different person.
1: So, you know, one of the, one of the most Common questions I get, whether it's via email or Instagram or in person, is um, what are the steps? Right, like what does it look like to life coach, and uh, what do you do, and all of this. And you know, the more that I'm um, out there, uh, you know, doing my thing, I I realize that that the, there's no one way, you know, and, and, and the way that that I've done things or the things that I'm creating can be very different than the way that um, you do things or someone else. And so, especially as it grows, um, there's so many opportunities to just be creative in this space now that there really isn't like this one path to becoming a life coach.
0: Uh, so The rule book has gone out the window. Yeah.
1: And I'm discovering, I mean, I've been in this business, you know, for uh, 10 years and I'm discovering that more and more. Like, I can't even catch up because there's always new ideas and like, oh, now there's this. And now you could, you know, partner with this. And now there's, you know, throw motorcycles in the mix. And suddenly people, it's like, it's endless.
0: Yeah, it's, it's endless. And I and I think that that that's new. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be, you know, start a practice, build an email list, build a newsletter. Right. And in the last year. Everything has shifted and jumbled, and for me, that's exciting because I hate the checklist.
1: You know, know, for me, I got to be honest with you, it's the most exciting piece. Like even like right now, I'm doing you know little online gathers. I'm you know playing around with my little versions of retreats. I'm writing books, and it's because of all these little projects that make me excited. If I was just doing individual sessions every day, and for some people that might be their dream, but for me, I would burn out. I wouldn't want to do it anymore.
0: Yeah, I started out doing that, and I loved it, and mm-hmm. and it was so rewarding. And you know, now the way I see my job function is I do that, but at is at an organizational level. Right. I mean, I literally spend my day listening to people, hearing what they need, and then figuring out a path forward. Yeah, and you know, um, for
1: anyone that's listening, Noelle and I have very different jobs, very different lives. We we don't yes. do we don't we're not both life coaches anymore, right? So.
0: No, um I I run Journey right. and um John is is my business partner, brand ambassador and runs the Angry Therapist and helps out with Journey when I need him and we and you're building your brand and doing your thing.
1: But I'm out like playing around in the field mm-hmm. <laughs> and you are you're you're taking care of the farm and I'm like yes. you know, I'll be home later. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Climbing you're trees the- and shit. Yeah. Uh, you're like our walking test kitchen. <laughs>
1: exactly right, but yeah. that's that's but that's what I love about um, today's life coach is, uh, and this is one thing that I keep encouraging our coaches and, and anyone else who's in this business is. Um, don't just follow what you think um, you like or what you see other people doing, but really go out and explore and you might come across something that you never thought about or, or you know, create a product that you didn't think about um, that is organic and it just changes everything and suddenly you're doing something that you never thought that you would be doing you know, in a different way
0: exactly exactly and i and i think that that trend of rapid change and new modalities is going to continue um so I, f- for me especially now with we surpassed 300 coaches on our team i know
1: it's amazing i'm it's so, so i'm so proud of that
0: now you know looking at the lives of 300 people I'm I'm so curious, you know, what are you guys going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, how can I support you? What do you need? Um, so it's it's a really beautiful time, I think.
1: I also want to uh, say I appreciate you as a leader taking the mindset of, um, like what you just said, what are you guys going to do instead of this is what you should do?
0: Oh, you know thank what I'm saying? you.
1: Because that, that changes everything. Um, I know there's a lot of um, other, uh, you know, life coaching companies that um, – run their business like a factory, and then what comes out the other side are, um, you know, just um, kind of cardboard cutouts, and not to be mean, (laughs) but that's kind of what my experience was with, like, with therapy school, and the whole thing about Journey is that uh, we're the opposite, and I love that we also encourage people to partner and create different products, Uh, so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, because when I graduated therapy school, it became very competitive, like, we went our own way, and we try to outdo the other person, and we're running toward our license, and we're, you know, Who's, how, how can we, we, we uh, outrun or, or go get faster to creating a practice like that kind of mindset? And it was very like me and very isolating. And I think with Journey, it's like we are stars in this solar system. Let's visit our, <laughs> our other planets and let's, you know, do a project with this person and do a project here. And how can we um, help each other, support each other and kind of all work together while we're doing our own projects? So I think that's like that. To me, that's the dream.
0: Yeah, it is the dream. And and I think that, you know, when I talk about the wellness marketplace being a place that's really full of hope, I think that that mindset is everything. Mm-hmm. Where where I would never look at another wellness company as a competitor, I'd say, wow, we're both in the same space. We both share some level of, you know, love for this field. It's statistically impossible for any one person, let alone an organization, to create the same thing or product so perhaps there's alignment versus competition and with our coaches i think that's real you know folks have said to me you know aren't you scared that the well is gonna run dry and i was like no the well is infinite dude
1: yeah (laughs) like (laughs) i think that's the difference between um an entrepreneur who has a fixed mindset and a growth mindset and so Mm -hmm. what you're talking about and how you run this is definitely uh, a growth mindset
0: yeah, it's and I, it, yeah, I think it's it comes from the two of us, our, our innate personalities. Um, I don't know if you know this, but you and I are both very stubborn. Yeah, sure. Uh, and and neither one of us like being told what to do. Yeah, of course, yep. And so I'm not gonna tell somebody else what to do.
1: mm Ooh, I like that. There's a self-awareness there. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I is the first, The second someone tells me what to do, I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, but you know, I love that there's that side of you that's like, um, yeah, no, you know, um, don't tell me what to do, which is cool. And then, but then there's also a side of you that's also like, um, let's all do this together, but not tell each other what to do.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's the dream. Let's do this together, but don't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I, I think that's where um, potency lives, that's where community lives. Uh, it's, it's, it's all under the umbrella of the new. Mm
0: hmm. Oh yeah, very much so. So we were gonna tackle some questions um from your readership to kind of wrap this whole thing up get yeah a little let's um coaching we've going
1: we've got about ten questions or just completely random uh, but let's let's try to hit them because I always like try uh, to answer um, questions from my my community and uh, um, be engaging okay, one is um I'm just pulling random questions here um, how do you begin to? the road to forgiveness yourself and not hold on to past mistakes. So I'm just reading them literally. And, and oh, of course people so are typing.
0: Forgiveness. Are we talking about? Yeah.
1: It just says, how do you begin? Uh, I guess she means on, how do you begin on the road to forgiving yourself and not hold on to past mistakes?
0: Oh, wow. That's a really good one. This is actually something that I experienced for the first time in my life this past year. Mm. And it was something that I've so deeply struggled with. I beat myself up so badly. Oh my God. And I had this total awakening of, and I don't even know how to explain it beyond. It was a a deeply spiritual experience where I was able to look at myself and my life in context and kind of lay out my story Mm -hmm. of everything that I've been through. And, um, and attach it from a, from a factual perspective, rather than a feeling perspective. And I was really like, holy shit. Like, I, I can't keep beating myself up, you know, because I, I've experienced I've experienced a significant level of trauma in my life. I've also experienced an incredible measure of success in my life. And what was happening for me is that I was only um, looking at the, the, the dizzying outcomes of the trauma and saying, why couldn't I have it more together? You know, why mm-hmm. couldn't I X, Y, Z? And I was just kind of like, you know, it's like asking somebody with a broken leg to run a marathon. I was like, I can't keep doing this to myself. I don't right. deserve it. Right. You know, um, it was it was a long time coming. I don't know how to start the process
1: mm-hmm.
0: except for the fact that it's worthwhile to sit down and have those conversations with yourself as if you're an old friend.
1: Well, I think that's, that is the beginning, you know, and I like that the question says, um, how do you begin? Because I think that uh, it's a road and it's a process and it's not, you know, something that happens over, overnight. But it's all about kind of knocking down that first domino and starting it. Um, the intention of forgiving yourself, I think, is huge.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the intention is everything. In intention and awareness of, of how those, of what it feels like when you're beating yourself up and what it could feel like to do things differently. Thanks for listening to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast, brought to you by Journey. If you'd like to learn more about what you've heard on today's show, visit journey.co. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O. And request more information about the Catalyst Life
1: Coaching Intensive. Or just keep in touch.